0: What it do, YouTube? It's your boy, DJ Scanless here. We're back with another video. For this one, we're going to break down the recent news that there's a new Tupac movie in which he fakes his death. Let's get it. So the title reads here, New Tupac Shakur Movie to Explore Possibility Rapper Faked His Death and Escaped to Mexico. 24 years after his murder, there are still conspiracy theories regarding Tupac Shakur's death in Las Vegas in September 1996. According from a report from Las Vegas KTNV Channel 13, Local filmmaker Rick Boss is making a movie that explores the possibility that the late rapper is still alive. The film is titled Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC. This will reenact the events of Las Vegas shooting and Tupac's escape plot from the University Medical Center in Las Vegas involving a body double and relocating to Mexico. This goes on to say this is about Tupac escaping from the University Medical Center and relocating to Mexico where he'll be protected under tribal rules of the Navajo tribe filmmaker boss claims that when Tupac arrived in Las Vegas for the fight night, he was informed of a plan hit on him. That's when escape plan was conceived, including a body double being planted in Suge Knight's BMW vehicle and a planned aerial exit from Vegas. He goes on to say, when certain FBI agencies are looking for you, they're going to block the airport. They can't travel out, so the best way to escape is through a helicopter, private helicopter to another state. FBI agents can't go into tribal land without a tribal council's permission, which is why Navajo land in New Mexico made for the perfect hideout for Tupac. While it all seems far-fetched, Boss claims that he got his information from Tupac's family and inner circle. He goes on to say, you can write a fiction. You can write a fiction story, but this is not fiction, he stated. This is facts. to certain people I know. This goes on to say that the actor that is actually playing him, his name is Richard Garcia. And he goes on to actually state that he actually believes that Tupac passed away, but his legacy is very much alive. And here's a brief clip here. This movie is about Tupac actually escaping University Medical Center here in Vegas. And relocating to New Mexico, getting protection from the Navajo tribe. And you can write a fiction. You can write a fiction story, but this is not fiction. This is facts from certain people that I know. So the interesting thing that I have for this video, and the reason on why I w- wanted to really do it, because I think it's like a cash grab situation, It's another person, not really associated with Tupac at all, coming out of the woodworks, using Tupac's name to make money, and make a name for himself. And I know what you guys can say. You can say, well... You make remixes. You make Tupac remixes. But the thing is, I don't focus on making bullshit alive theories and conspiracy theories saying that Tupac's alive to get views and subscribers and money and all that type of shit like this guy is trying to do. Now, I understand if you were trying to do a movie in this, like, the Twilight Zone episode where it's like, what a scenario, like, if a celebrity did not die, like, JFK did not get shot or Tupac Baby did not die, then I think it will be great to have an episode where it shows what could happen with them. But if you're trying to make a movie and you're focusing on it being fact, then I think it's bullshit because you're really misleading the fans here because there's no proof whatsoever that Tupac is in New Mexico. There has been no evidence of that. There has been no theories of that, really, outside of I wonder if heaven got to get a music video. But there's not really much merit there that really proves this case. It's just merely hearsay of one guy saying, oh, Tupac's uh, cousin or uncle told me this. Which I find crazy too, because if Tupac would have faked his death, don't you think he would have only told people that could keep their mouth shut? Because then anybody can just out him and say, hey, Tupac's over here in Cuba, Tupac's over here in Tijuana, Tupac's over here in New Mexico, go find him. And then what happens? Then then you have the authorities come after him. Also, what happened with the body double? Was the body double in the car when the shooting happened? Was it a fake shooting? Was it a real shooting? Did the body double get killed? Would that explain why the autopsy report has his weight and height different than what's on his actual driver's license? from 1995-1996. And there's another video I did a couple months ago where it shows Tupac and MGM Grand passing another individual almost in the same type of clothing, same shirt and pants, as Tupac when he's going through the crowd. Could that have been his body double? I don't know. But I still think it's bullshit. But what's also crazy about this is I think this person had to get the green light from the Tupac estate. And I don't know why the Tupac estate would green light this. Basically, you probably even get royalties from this guy using Tupac's name and likeness and brand. Even though this is like a what if type of scenario. Which is probably not even true. And I think it's completely disrespectful that you're making a movie or documentary or anything like that. That's showing us that Tupac's alive. Even though he very well might not be. So why are they green lighting a documentary like this? But we still don't have a new album. That makes no sense. You want to preserve his legacy, increase his legacy, you should be working on new albums, working on a TV show or movie about his life, not about him being alive in New Mexico, which is complete bullshit. Now, like I said earlier, the one thing that I found really kind of crazy about this, if you watched the I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto music video, which came out in 1997, it was a remix that he did for the Are You Still Down album. It was a 1992 song that he did for the Strictly album, which didn't even make the cut of the album, but it was released on a single to B side, I think. They ended up remixing it twice on that album and the video shows a helicopter touched down in, in New Mexico and I believe the name was uh, Rucas what's like you know Shakur backwards then it shows Tupac at the church you know being cared for and still being alive so I found like that to be kind of crazy but maybe that's why this guy thought of this idea so we can't put it past that the other crazy thing is that there's actually a interview footage of witnesses during the Las Vegas shooting which they detail a helicopter coming down an airlift and Tupac out of Las Vegas. Check it out here. When it happened, we didn't know if we heard gunshots or we didn't really know exactly what we heard. We heard a lot of screaming, um, a lot of cars screeching. Um, we were just hanging out, taking taking photos at the time. We ran up the street as cops were running past us, and uh, by the time we got here, they were already taking, um, which now I found out was Tupac into the uh, helicopter away. He had been shot. So, what do you guys feel about this? Do you guys feel like? This is a bunch of bullshit. Do you think he's just connecting the dots with, you know, that video and uh, wonder if I got to get a music video and just trying to cash in on it? The other reason why I think this whole thing is bullshit is because if Tupac was alive, he wouldn't never have allowed people to ruin his music the way they did and remix his songs and put on these Frankenstein albums with songs from different eras together. When he had all these blueprint albums, album titles and track sequencing already done and waiting for anybody to use. So that right there, if he was in New Mexico, I think he would have still more control over how his songs would have been released. He he could just call somebody and, hey, I want this guy on this song. I want my songs to be released in the original form. But I don't think that happened because we just seen all his music destroyed. You get trash artists on there like Ashani and T.I. that had nothing to do with Tupac at all. And a lot of his songs had his vocals removed and verses and hooks and everything removed from the songs. And he was censored. He would not have been down with that. So, like, I think if he's hiding away on some secret island or he's in New Mexico, he'll still have say over the way his songs will come out. And why wouldn't he just record new music from there and, you know, send it through the internet or USB drive or something? That'll make no sense either. We have the originals of these songs dating back to 1988. If they would do this for something like The Twilight Zone or The Outer Limits or some type of show like that, then I think it will be really great because then you could do, like, a what if. Like, if Tupac stayed alive, if he would have worked with Nas... If you go to squash speak with Biggie and made a dual album, if you would have worked with DMX or Eminem or he would have had his own Pop Warner leagues for kids. If you go to start in Star Wars and you could do all types of stuff like that for like a Twilight Zone type episode or series, you know, but doing it as trying to promote it as a factual movie, like factual events, I think is completely misleading and bullshit. The actor that they got to play Tupac, he's definitely older than 25. He's not even Tupac's height, not even Tupac's body shape. So he doesn't have that same build. He's not even the same race. And, you know, I don't want to sound racist at all or nothing because I'm not. I'm Hispanic just like the actor is. But he's Mexican. Tupac was not Mexican. And you can definitely tell the difference. You know, if I'm going to cast someone as Tupac, they're going to be the same race. They're going to be the same build. They're going to be the same height. So if I was going to do like a Tupac movie in 1997, 1998, Ja Rule would have been like the perfect person. I wouldn't have been going for someone that is like Ricky Martin or, um mark anthony or some bullshit you know but i ain't gonna hate on his grind you know he's just trying to make him living for himself but you know if i'm gonna do a movie he's gonna look more like tupac and be the same race so i don't really understand why i go this route with someone that doesn't even look like tupac and doesn't even have much acting experience at all but to me it just comes off as a very low budget project i just really wish the tupac state would get their head out of their ass you know stop greeting lighting trash stuff like this start focusing on new albums New Tupac merchandise and toys and Funko Pops and action figures and better Tupac t-shirts. There's a lot of t-shirts you can find Walmart, you can find on a boardwalk, at the beach. that are far better than what they offer on your own website. Focus on that stuff and instead of allowing bullshit freaking movies and bullshit producers and directors try to make a living off of Tupac. For real, why can't we get a movie or TV series starting out with Tupac and Jada Pickett? We're at the Baltimore School of Arts showing how he came up he read the art of war and other books like that how he got introduced to digital underground and who blow up the all situation how he got beat down for jaywalking. talk about those type of scenarios as well as him shooting two off-duty police officers the creation of dear mama and then going to death row there's a lot of stuff you can do there for multiple tv episodes and a whole series i believe instead of just focusing on a what-if scenario Anyways, guys, drop your comments below how you feel about this movie. I do know that there's actually going to be a docu-series with Alan Hughes, which actually did the Brenda's Got a Baby music video of Tupac, Menace Society. There's going to be like a five to six-part series on Tupac and his mother, Afini, as well as we've been hearing rumblings about another Tupac movie coming out for the last couple years after the All Eyes on Me movie with director Steve McQueen. You know, guys, I love making these Tupac news videos. I love new news being out there about Tupac and his music and his legacy. But all the time, it's always for bad reasons. There's always someone trying to milk him, trying to make some money. we just seen the latest news with a new movie based on him being alive in New Mexico. Now he has Supreme, the streetwear brand. He's actually using the Tupac hologram to promote their new line and their spring-summer 2020 collection. So we're on wrapup.com. Tuttle reads, Supreme teases Tupac hologram collection. If you are familiar with the hologram, it came out around 2012. It performed at a Coachella. It performed Two American Most Wanted and the song Hail Mary. Tupac did perform Two American Most Wanted in real life, but he never got the chance to perform Hail Mary. But through various footage from other live performances, they were able to create their own Hail Mary performance. So what actually happened is Supreme actually just took that footage and just edited it and made Tupac wear Supreme briefs. The streetwear brand has shared a teaser of its spring summer 2020 collection starring the hologram of the late rap legend. In the video, which is posted on Instagram Sunday, the Pac hologram sports Supreme's signature red box logo on his underwear below his tatted thug life torso. He then picks up the mic to perform Hail Mary before the Supreme logo flashes at the end. The teaser received a mixed response from fans. Supreme bought Tuboc back to life, wrote one commenter. While others saw it as disrespectful to his legacy, this is wrong, using the death of a person to advertise your latest product. So don't get me wrong, this is great advertisement for Tupac and his brand because it gets him in the news, but now it seems that they're crossing the line between what should be acceptable and what should not be because now they are using dead celebrities to promote products that they probably would never even have promoted if they were alive. Supreme was founded in 1994 and Tupac was still alive and he still never even fucked with them when he was alive. So why would he do it now? So, for them to go out of their way and do this, it's kind of disrespectful because you don't know if Tupac would have supported them or not in this day and age. But, you know, his family just get a nice kickback a royalty check. It'll be kind of interesting to see what they do with their spring-summer collection if they have new Tupac t-shirts, which will probably be way better than what the official Tupac.com actually offers, so that's a good thing right there. But where's the boundaries with this? Are you just going to have any dead celebrity promote any type of product, cigarettes, Alcohol. Where you're going to have Tupac do a Heineken commercial next. How about Coors Light? Maybe you can put him in the Budweiser commercial next to the Frogs. Fans will recognize the hologram as the same one that appeared during Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's headline and set at Coachella in 2012. Where he performed Hail Mary and Two American Most Wanted was Snoop. The rappers were even considering taking the hologram on tour with him. Which is crazy that they didn't even do that because I actually came up with the idea of the hologram. Back in 2010, I had a whole business plan With a whole bunch of different marketing strategies for the Tupac estate to pursue. And I submitted this idea to the estate saying that they should get Eminem, they should get Dr. Dre and Snoop to do a tour and take on this hologram based on the 2007 Elvis Presley, Celine Dion, American Idol performance. I had this whole idea where you take the hologram on tour, you have it perform some unreleased songs, and now be a way to promote a new Tupac album. So they ended up stealing my idea, I didn't even get credit for that shit, and they half-assed did it because they had Tupac do two release songs, and what ended up happening? Those two songs skyrocketed on the billboard instead of having a new unreleased song be performed that would have skyrocketed on the billboard itself to promote a new album. If I would have did I would have had Tupac do If There's Secure" with Snoop Dogg or Street Life with Snoop Dogg, which is an unreleased song, as well as Reincarnation. But that's all besides the point. I'm still waiting for my check though, Dre. Come on now. Alright, so now let's check out the comments. Cozy Kev said, let that man rest in peace. Class of 1984 said, Pock didn't die for this. I feel this kind of disrespected or maybe I'm being soft. Still doesn't change the feeling towards it though. Then in 1980 goes said, believe me when I say this, the estates of the deceased make out like bandits when Supreme comes calling. And Supreme produces the extra qualities of these collabs so that the family gets more royalties. For dead Prez, they listed the product for two weeks. Prez is still alive of course, but they make good coin on the collab. And yet another say, bootleg as fuck somehow. Another one saying, this is so unethical. You have another one say, corny ass Supreme, constantly been dick riding black culture for years, copying black brands. Supreme been flopping. Nobody's wearing that corny suburban shit pocket to even wear Supreme when he was alive. Then yet another guy say, only brother that was rocking Supreme in the 90s was Shaquille O'Neal. And he don't get no love. Alright guys, so what do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like they should be using dead celebrities and musicians to promote products that they probably wouldn't even be down with if they were alive? Or do you think this is a great promotion and marketing for them that can maybe put more royalties and funds in their pocket to fund future albums? Who knows? This is DJ Scanlon signing out. Peace out.